Vital Moments Podcast. My name is David. I'm one of the pastors here on staff of Vital Point Church, and I'm joined by Ron Baker, who is the pastor of Vital Point Church. He's also my father. My father. Father. Your buddies used to call me Father Ron. Father Ron. How is Father Ron doing? He's doing great. But yeah, we are here, and it's our wrap-up of our last week of Christianity Exposed. Um, This is going to be long-form journalism. Long-form journalism. It's not going to be... 10 minutes or less it's going to be no, I don't know an hour and a half I don't know how long can you imagine we're just going to jump in but yeah it is our wrap up of our Sunday morning on December 12th Um, but it is kind of like this incredible moment of 12 weeks where we called this series called Christianity Exposed Mm -hmm. and as a community of people but also as individuals that tune in we walked boldly through this this Gospel of Mark series we did um, opening up a book that is 16 chapters long. Yeah. There was table talk videos, um, which are extra little snippets yeah, of filling four in the to five minute videos that we did. Yeah, yeah, it was. We got a bit behind because oh, things got, got a bit crazy, but um, calendar got full. Yeah, but so we have 12 weeks of individual messages, and then we had the table talks. That were what was it? 23 or 24? 24. 24 table talks yeah. that intertwined the series and woven amongst the series mm-hmm. woven woven yeah woven yeah and um yeah it was really good do you want me to talk about well this past weekend yeah, well, yeah how about or, i talk about the real reason yeah yeah actually yeah that's yeah. a great way to start it yeah because i think that there was a piece of this that oh uh, i was super excited from a big picture perspective of the christianity exposed and mm-hmm. walking through this book called mark and I, I, there was just so many levels of this, like the teams that put the content together, the mm-hmm. the booklets, the con- uh, connect groups, the leadership. It was just, it was phenomenal. Like mm-hmm. on every level, I just felt like- A round of applause to the connect group Round leaders. of applause. Seriously. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was really good. But I think for me, one of the reasons why I felt it was, uh, for me, it was a bit of a personal journey. Mm-hmm. And it felt like I was actually bringing along the, the community of Vital Point with me in my journey of rediscovering what does it actually mean to uh, be uh, a follower of Jesus, passionate about your mm-hmm. relationship with Jesus? I really do believe that over time what happens for some is that they end up reducing their faith to rhythms and patterns that are good and important, but replace the intimacy of the relationship with Jesus. And so it was a bit of a journey in bringing mm-hmm. people along uh, for just, the, just to be part of it, right? To see, see you know, uh, one guy described it after our third service yesterday. We almost had an epic fail of one of our sound pa- panels in our iPod studio. Um, studio. <laughs> what is this? Is that an iPod studio? Podcast Podcast studio. studio. I was almost taken out by a this panel. Is, this is eventful. I love this yeah, podcast. It's, we, it's a, it, was it the dog? It, yeah, it was it, the dog. Holy moly. Gus always has to Gus, make an appearance. Gus makes an appearance. Um, someone, someone came up to you and described something after. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. After the third service yesterday... Mm-hmm. Uh, said you know it's like you 
like you emptied your pockets for us hmm. and it was like you had all this stuff in your pockets and for over 12 weeks you pulled the stuff out of your pockets wow. and there was nothing left in your pockets because of just how you walked us through this and it was an interesting observation i'd never really That's thought about really it really cool but the 12 weeks was really intertwining the parables the stories the mm -hmm. healings the miracles the casting out of demons uh we even you know getting super practical with the communion celebration for a full hour wove the entire meal together with music and teaching for you the two of us did that and um uh, the identification of the last two weeks i think were the critical piece to it was the cross and the empty mm -hmm. tomb right and so so we tried to do that in a way that would draw people to deeper sense of what the christian faith is beyond like this idea that we think, oh, it's about making people churchgoers or mm. or whatever, and and or it's about those rhythms and patterns, and and these things are all part of it, but we can't replace the the intimacy of the walk with Jesus, and and uh, which I also even identify how uh, odd that sounds, saying it out loud. Yeah, it does sound odd. Yeah, like like follow Jesus, like dude, I can't see him, like. Mm -hmm. um, in the sense of just in the physical form of who Jesus is, but um, but yeah, it was it was a good good process I think for us as a church to walk through and and I love the fact that there's people of all stages, those who are exploring faith and those who are growing in their faith, and uh, together we were walking forward and and yeah, so yeah, that's kind of the bigger picture. That's the bigger picture of it, which is I think is a good is a good way for us to have the refresher if someone has been through the whole 12 weeks is to remember this was a journey that we took together, but it, yeah. like, I love yeah. the fact that you actually um that you open it up that is like, "Hey, like and I think that imagery of emptying out your pockets yeah. every week yeah. is just such a cool there's and, and when you say that, there's this funny thing that um that happens on YouTube. YouTubers will actually do like, uh, like what are you carrying in your pocket videos? And people are fascinated by what people are carrying around. They watch these videos. Really? Yeah, it's like, what do you carry? It's what do you carry that. videos? Yeah, it's because you're not on YouTube very much. No, I'm not. You're just on TikTok. I'm now. on TikTok. Like. Yeah, but it's just this fascinating thing that people are so intrigued of what do you carry, right? So when it comes to our faith, yeah. like what are you carrying around? What are your opinions, your ideas, yeah. your experiences, right. but also your interpretation of what scripture is, like yeah. the authority that it has in your yeah. life. Like So it's just a beautiful so picture. So we have these things in our pockets that sometimes are, are, mm -hmm. are actually not uh, maybe some of our beliefs or maybe mm. some of our experiences or our understandings that we carry in our pockets about mm. faith and and maybe for some of us we had to pull some of those things out yeah. and get rid of them some can go back in but absolutely yeah. it's been yeah it's been a wild ride for 12 weeks mm -hmm. so this past weekend yeah we talked about the resurrection mm -hmm. the empty tomb and there's two things yeah that you really hit hard on yeah so mark uh 16 it's the women that go to the mm -hmm. tomb and the tomb's empty. They go in, there's a... They're like, who's going to roll this stone yeah, away? Yeah, and the stone was rolled away. And um, I think it was really important in the conversation is to understand that if there, if the body was still, if the body of Jesus was still in the tomb, there'd be no sense in, in doing any of this, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, Paul talks about this in Corinthians, uh, 1 Corinthians 15, you know, he talks about our, our preaching and our faith would be in vain or our, or um, it, I think the word was futile. Futile, uh, Futile, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and I think that there's a piece of that that we must understand that if, if the body's still in the tomb, then there's 
really no Christian I love how faith. you said it to us as a team before we gathered on Sunday morning with all of our teams. You said, we might as well just pack up and go home. Yeah, just pack up and go home. If, yeah. if there was a body still laying there yeah. where Jesus says, hey, I'm going to yeah. die and then rise again and then he doesn't rise yeah. again. It's yeah. yeah, and there's two things that flowed out of that. One is realizing that um, the, the, the fact that Jesus walked out of the tomb was defeating sin and death. Mm-hmm. And the defeating of sin and death is like the you know, final nail in the coffin of, of sin and death in the sense of removing the sting, removing the power, removing the pull. It's not that their sin and death are still part of our of our reality, but Jesus defeating it, it no longer has to have that mm-hmm. dominant pull in our lives and 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 being made alive. That's what we talked about yesterday was the the, the power of the empty tomb is us being made alive because mm-hmm. Jesus was resurrected from the dead. So therefore we are resurrected with mm-hmm. him when we place our faith and trust in him, taking care of sin and death. And 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 I think that there's a piece of this where we try to take care of these things on our own. And the re- realization of the empty tomb was Jesus walks out and he says, I'm back. You know, like I, I, I took care of this for us, for humanity. And, and that was part of the reason why Jesus came. Like Christmas is interesting because, I mean, we're a few weeks away from Christmas recording this podcast. And you know, people think I'm a, you know, I, I'm a stickler with this, but the whole phrase, Jesus is the reason for the season. We, you and I joke about this all yeah. the time, right? Yeah. It's like, no, Jesus is not the reason for the season. Mm-hmm. I'm the reason for the season. You're the reason for the season. It, Jesus didn't pull off this little stunt being born as a baby just for himself. No. He did it because of the brokenness of humanity to be the Messiah for Israel, to open the door to the Gentiles in order to be made right with God. Mm-hmm. And so Christmas season is about us. It's about the reality of a baby coming. It would ultimately lead to a cross, which ultimately led to walking out of the tomb going, I'm back, mm. defeating sin and death. And, and you know, it's, it's a critical piece to it. The second part is uh, the realization that Jesus says, or sorry, the angel says to the women that were at the tomb, Jesus wants to meet you in Galilee. Go get the disciples and go get um, Peter because uh, Jesus is going to meet you in Galilee. What he was doing was, and it's interesting, you have to go into Acts, Acts 1, to kind of see that he spent 40 days talking to the disciples, and he was talking about the kingdom of God. And what that for me is, is that he's now going to invite, which would eventually become the church, invite us into the journey of revealing Mm -hmm. the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God. I think I said it... um, the church is not the kingdom of heaven. The church, church is, is the, the billboard. billboard of the kingdom of heaven. And and I, I just, for me, and I, we were listening to a different podcast about about some of these things with Mike Todd was talking about this idea of we've lost the ability to imagine. Yeah. And it's interesting watching that later last week because I had written my talk about Jesus was imagining what the kingdom would look like, you know, the depth of caring for the poor, mm-hmm. standing in the gap for um, uh, injustice and, and or against injustice, and 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 you know loving our neighbors, forgiving our neighbors, and I had a whole list of things, but I just felt like it's like okay, you know Jesus didn't say to the disciples, you know go out there and tell people to say yeah. a prayer, accept me into their hearts. He didn't say, you know go out and make people churchgoers, go out and pass out leaflets. He, no, he was envisioning what the kingdom of heaven would look like mm-hmm. as the bill as a, as the church would become the billboard mm-hmm. of and so 
And the reason why, honestly, David, it was landing in this place where two reasons. One was to have people who are not yet convinced of Jesus to find a way to land on, I'm convinced as to who he is. Yeah. And then the second, second was to capture the imagination of people who are followers of Jesus that are bored. Or, or not bored, or have been captured by the things of this world. Yeah, and and that's what that what deeply concerns me. Like we, and it's not that the things of this world are bad or wrong necessarily. Yes, some of the things are obviously, but yeah. but I what I mean by captured is is that we are more inclined at times to give our lives to the things of this world, to consumerism, to individualism, to. Um, so many isms. So many isms that you need cream for. Um, and <laughs> but which is interesting because if you look at some of the the influence of the world patterns, it is under the influence of the demonic or the evil. Mm-hmm. We weren't gonna go here. We said in, before we push play, we weren't gonna go here, but now it seems now like we're going in. here. It, it's under the influence of the demonic, which therefore is trying to pull us away from all things related to the kingdom of heaven. Because mm-hmm. the kingdom of darkness doesn't want us to be fast fixed on the kingdom of heaven, who has a king whose name is Jesus. Mm-hmm. So obviously some of these things are going to pull us away. Um, and so for me, it's a bit of that um, recapturing the imagination of what does it mean to follow Jesus, recapturing yeah. the imagination of living full on for the kingdom of heaven. Um, you know, we can be captured by all kinds of things. You know, people can get consumed with buying that next big house, get consumed with their retirement portfolio and, and, and get consumed with, you know, all, all kinds of stuff. And it's like, we just got to step back and kind of go, have we not learned anything in the last 20 months when we've had everything stripped away from us? Travel, experiences, you can't go to the theater, you can't go to show, you can't go to the beach, you can't, have we learned anything? And we're all just seem to be running back to some of those same things that we said we weren't going to do and we are. Yep. <laughs> and And for me, it's like, okay, how do we get captured by the beauty and the awe of the kingdom of heaven? Mm-hmm. Which comes down to, uh, Mark 1, 15, 15 where Jesus yeah. says, you know, the kingdom of heaven is near, is at hand. Repent, Repent and, believe. and believe, right? And what would it look like for us to, to step in this moment? What's fascinating is that word repent. You, you gave that illustration of walking one way and then turning, turning. the other way. Mm-hmm. And um, I think of what we've walked through the last how many months. We literally had everything ripped away where we actually got an opportunity to truly repent from yeah. the things of this yeah. world. yeah. And like you said, we a lot of us swore by it that we're not going back. Yeah. And a lot of us made like just personal oaths with ourselves saying, I'm not yeah. going to go back to the way I was living. But Let me give you an example of this, yeah, okay? Yeah. I'll give you an example from my own life. Um, so I've recognized over the years in my leadership at, at Vital Point Church that I had idolized the numbers on Sunday yeah, morning, yeah, yeah. butts and seats. We yeah. often refer to it behind the scenes. And... When that was all stripped away from us, you know, March 2020, we no longer have butts and seats. Now we got views online, which meant really nothing, really, yeah. you know. Um, but here's here's the thing. I I really believe that over that year and a half, to, uh, almost two years, that maybe a year and a half, we'll call it, that that was kind of stripped away from me. Then when we started going back to in-person, I went right back. Mm-hmm. You and I chatted about this a lot. Um, I kind of went right back to fixated with butts and seats. Mm-hmm. Why? It's like... 
I was drawn back to the very thing that I felt like I had had been stripped away from mm -hmm. me. Um, and I was using that as the predominant uh, metric for the success of Vital Point. What I've been praying about is to be released from that and to focus more on the unbelievable conversations I'm having with people that are both churched and unchurched that have their had their awareness of Jesus and faith become alive again. Yeah. You're believing that the right people are in the room. Right people, people are in the room and right people are, and we saw people online, obviously. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but I believe that um, there's a, a powerful move of a new remnant of followers of Jesus that are rising up in this season. And and we're already talking about 2022. You and I have been talking a bit behind the scenes about what what is our phrase going to be yeah. uh, for 2022 from a preaching and, and series perspective. Um, we're talking a bit more about that. Um, we're going to unfold that on January 2nd. 2nd for next year, for 2022. Mm -hmm. um, but I just think it's it's exciting. Yeah. And I, I want more exciting. people to be part of it. Yeah. And I know some can't go where we're going, but and that's okay. It's fine. But Seriously. Anyway. Okay. You made my job easy today, by the way. I didn't well, have to ask anything. I know. I'm, I feel unusually... I, there's an urgency. Yeah. I'm not, pa I, I'm so passionate and excited, but there's an urgency I feel. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a real sense of urgency I have. And I think that that's been rekindled inside of me again. Cool. And um, yeah, so we better stop. Before, Amazing. Before I, we're almost at 20 minutes. What? No, 17. But 17 still. minutes. Thank you. If you're still listening to this, yeah, if you haven't clicked out, that's the awesome. The ramblings of yeah. Ron and David. That's what yeah. we should repost this. It's not vital moments. It's the ramblings. The ramblings of VPC. Yeah, VPC. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. Seriously, everyone in Connect Group leaders, I just want to say um, we joked around a round of applause to you at the beginning. But seriously, Huge. I felt like I partnered with our Connect Group leaders yeah. over the course of 12 weeks. It wasn't like it was just a Sunday morning thing. It was like mm. I, I found myself praying for the Connect Group leaders that were meeting on Thursday nights. Yeah. And the Wednesdays and yeah. the Tuesdays and well, I guess every day. But it was just fascinating to partner as a community mm -hmm. and just hear the stories that were constantly happening. Yeah. And it's just so great. So kudos to you. And the people that aren't connected yet, if you are listening, hey, say you are listening from the States, which we do have people listening from the States. Really? Hey? Yeah, we really do. Um, reach out to us. My email is david at vitalpointchurch.com. We would love to hear why you're listening or maybe what's intriguing you, maybe yeah. how God's moving Please in your do. life right Please now. Let us know. I'd really love to know. Yeah. Because you never know. With Ron's passion, you might ask you to church plant down wherever you are. <laughs> We're not against it. Yeah. Um, but truly, it is amazing to see people watching, not watching, listening from all over the place. And uh, and amazing stuff is happening. And God is definitely moving and shaping hearts in, in a brand new way. Not a brand new way, but in a fresh uh, revival way. So we're thankful for you guys. We hope you have an amazing week and peace out. Mm -hmm.